Welcome to the Better Wallet Podcast, a podcast where we talk to everyday people who have changed their lives through managing their money. We talk about their money journeys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. At least once a month, we'll have a new episode where you can learn how to manage your money better. We're going to be simplifying the money-related topics that keep people up at night, including budgeting, paying off debt, investing, and how to build a business. The goal is to make money a less taboo everyday topic. Now here's your host, Mark Russell. Welcome to the Better Wallet Podcast. Thank you for joining on this next episode. And today we're going to talk about a really important topic that I feel like we don't talk enough about on social media, on podcast, and that is your vesting schedule. And you might be like, Mark, what the fuck is that? Like, what is a vesting schedule? Break it down for me. We're going to do that. But first, a story. So the other day I was having a conversation with my financially bulletproof investing course students. And, you know, obviously they came in, they were raving about the course. And one thing that one of the students brought up was that the vesting schedule that his employer told him was different from what the benefits office was telling him, which was different from what was on his offer letter. So once we get into it, you'll understand a little bit more on like why that's really important. But basically, it was all jumbled around. The numbers weren't correct. And he said, Mark, like you helped me to find that out through the course. And for that, thank you. And I think what I'm going to probably do is quit my job. And you'll understand why here in a second. But let's first define what a vesting schedule is. Let's talk about the misconception that we have out there where a lot of people have this misconception and it tends to be with employees that are brand new or maybe they've been at the firm for, let's say, less than five years. So when you go and you make contributions to your 401k, your 403b, TSA, whatever, the employer, some employers, most employers, what they will do is they'll match that contribution. Follow me so far? So when they go and they match that contribution to your 401k, normally it's around like 4 or 5%, and it's based off your salary. When they make that match, it's them giving you, basically giving you money. In their eyes, it's basically compensation, right? So you get your salary, you get that kind of compensation, right? It's one of your benefits. You have health care, you have dental, right? There's a lot of things that you get as a benefit of being an employee at a specific firm. The big misconception or when the misconception comes in is that when employees leave a firm, in general, when they leave the firm, that does not always mean that you get to keep the match. Follow me so far? So here's the reason why. Companies have what they call a vesting schedule which basically, if you can imagine a carrot at the end of the stick, <laughs> and we talked about this during coaching with the Financially Bulletproof Investing course. So for any of the students that are listening to this, again, I apologize. But basically, they have a carrot at the end of the stick, which they say, Mark, if you stay at this firm for X years, then you get to receive 100% of the money that we match to your 401k. And a quick sidebar, if you're not employed, if you're not contributing to your 401k right now and you do have a match, just press pause on this recording right now and set that up. Get all that straightened out because that's free money that you're losing out on. 
So the employer says, okay, well, I need you to be here for X amount of years before you own that match. And each employer tends to have a different vesting schedule. Again, like, what does that mean? When it comes to a vesting uh, schedule, you have to stay there for a defined amount of time. So you have a couple different options when it comes to vesting schedules from like an employee uh, employer standpoint. You could do immediate, meaning that your employee immediately, as soon as they receive a match, they get to keep the money, right? So that's number one. Number two could be a cliff vesting schedule, which means that year one, you don't own 100%. Year two, you don't own 100%. You actually own zero for both of those years. And then year number three, you own 100% of the money vested, right? This is different from the money that you're putting in, right? You always own the money that you are putting into your 401k. I'm talking about what the employer is putting when they're putting that money in. And that could be thousands of dollars, right? So you have immediate, you have cliff, which is basically you have, I mean, imagine a cliff. It's like you're walking, you're walking, and then like it's straight down, right? So imagine that same analogy with the money that you own from your employer making contributions. So 0%, 0%, and at three years, you own 100%. And the one that I see and has been more typical, at least in my career, has been the graded vesting schedule. What that means is each year you earn more and more of a percentage of that match. Kind of think of how your PTO accrues. So when you first start a job, you can't normally immediately take one or two weeks off, right? You accrue those days all the time. You accrue those hours over time. And then by the end of the year, you have, you know, 15 to 20 days of PTO that you can use, right? So that's basically how it works with the vesting schedule where they'll say, all right, Mark, for each year that you are here, we're going to give you more of a percentage. So for six years, for example, year zero, you don't earn any, you don't, you don't, you can't claim anything, right? Like you don't own any of the match. Year number one, 20%, year number two, 40, and you go the whole way, right? So year number five is at 80% of the match. And then at year number six, if it's a six year graded vesting schedule, then you would own 100% of that money that they contribute. They contributed to your 401k, right? Now, let's say it's a three-year vesting, right? So you basically take 100, you divide by three, and that's how much is going to be per year if it's four-year, right? But typically what I see is like a six-year, I see sometimes a three-year and I don't really see anything beyond that when it comes to a graded vesting schedule. So again, you have immediate, the day you start, the day they make a contribution to your account as a match, you own it. You have cliff where the first few years it's zero. And then the last year of that cliff, let it be a three-year cliff, right? That third year, you will own 100% of that money. And then graded means that you earn it over time. Why do employers do that? Why do they do that? Is it because they're evil? Maybe, maybe, who knows, right? It depends on the company. But the reason why they do it is like, take yourself out of the employee mindset and put yourself in the employer mindset, right? I'll give you a second to do that. 
Perfect. Now that you're in the employer mindset, you are a business owner. You are hiring what? Employees. You're hiring employees. You're coming in, right? You have to pay them. You want to pay them what's reasonable, right? You probably don't want to pay them too much. You don't want to pay them too little, right? You want to pay them what's reasonable, what's not going to get you in trouble from like an employer standpoint, right? If you think of this as being compensation, because it really is, you want to make sure that they are staying with the firm for a long period of time. Because, I mean, you know, like if you're at a firm, if you're at a company and you're at a company for 20, 30 years, right? You have the experience, you know the culture, right? Like they have made, for from an employer standpoint, they made a investment in you. They want to make sure they're getting a return on your invest, on their investment. And if you're there for 20, 30 years, they probably recouped whatever they paid you in form of salary and your 401k. You following me here, right? So it's basically the carrot at the end of the stick where they'll say, well, we need you to be here for six years before you own 100% of that match, right? They can't do that with salary, right? Like everyone will go to jail, like all the employers will go to jail, but they can do that with different benefits like your 401k. At you know some of the higher positions, like if you're a key employee or you're like a managing director, they have other benefits that they receive where they have to be there for a certain period of time, right? It's like written into their contract. The crazy thing about the vesting schedule is that not a lot of people know what their vesting schedule is. However, if you don't know what it is and you leave a job earlier than you know, whatever the year might be, let it be a graded, and let's say you leave year number three, you could be losing out, right? Your number three would be like 40%. You'd lose out on 60% of your vesting balance because you didn't stay for six years, right? And I'm not talking about like you're in a toxic situation. If you're in a toxic employer situation, you hate your boss, right? Like when I was working at some firm, like I didn't like my boss at all, right? Like it probably the last job was only time that I actually liked and appreciated like my manager. Right. And we still stay in contact today. Like I still like text him and every, we actually text this weekend about like some random conference happening in, in California. Right. I'm not talking about toxic situations. Like you should leave your firm at any year. I don't care what your vesting balances or your vesting schedule, whatever, how much you're getting paid. If they give you free coffee, I don't care. Leave. I'm talking about if you are like, I don't hate this job. I don't love it. I can see myself being here for another few years. That's what I'm talking about. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to discuss one of the biggest crises we're facing today. The crisis is the lack of financial literacy. When you made your first paycheck, did anyone tell you what to do with it? Probably not. This is why 63% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. And get this, half of which make more than six figures. So what I did was I took my expertise as a retired financial advisor and industry professional to give you a complete financial checklist that you can use to get your finances in order in less than 10 minutes. It's completely free and I have a link in my show notes. I want you to take complete command of your financial future this year and this checklist is gonna help you get started. Okay, let's get back to the episode. 
I want you guys to be educated consumers, right? So I want you to make decisions based off of all the relevant information that is available to you. Your vesting schedule should be one of them. I'd argue is probably one of the more important factors that you should look at before considering a job and leaving a job. Before leaving a job and before taking a job. When I was interviewing for different jobs when I was in corporate, I had two main questions that was, well, three main questions I was asking. The first one was, why did the other person leave? Like, what position am I filling? And like, why did they leave? Was it because of a promotion? Did they want to move to another firm? Did they feel underappreciated, right? Like, I want to know that. Can I talk to that person, right? Like, I want to understand all that. That's number one. Number two is, do they have a diversity and inclusion officer? That's like big for me. Because the way I look at it is like, especially in finance technology, where I feel like, you know, people of color tend to be underrepresented for a lot of different reasons, right? I need someone at the top who's talking directly to his CEO, who's going to vouch for me, or is going to be there if something goes crazy, right? I need that. I need that. I need at least one, two people who are uh, managing directors that report to the CEO because I know then the chances are I can get that position down the road because look, you know, John was able to get it, right? John looks like me. He understands like my background a little bit more, right? He understands what I'm going through when it comes to like politics, right? Like I need that. So diversity and inclusion officer is really important to me. And number three is what is your vesting schedule? I need to know that, right? So I need to know that because if I don't and I go into it and I assume after three years, I can bounce to another company and I can keep my match, right? I could be a thousand dollar mistake, multi-thousand. What am I talking about? Multi-thousand dollar mistake, right? So I'll give you a quick example on where I almost screwed that up. So when I was starting at Vanguard, like any other company, don't just because a financial firm don't make it seem like they know everything about finance, all the employees know about finance. I'd argue that a lot of people there, they kind of knew things about investing. They knew their job, but they didn't know enough about everything related to personal finance, including your 401k investing schedule, all that, unless you worked in a department where that was your thing, which that happened to be mine for some time, right? When I was at Vanguard, I didn't know, right? For the vast majority of my time there, I had no clue what my investing schedule was. It wasn't until year number three where I was like, I need to get out of here. This is not like what I'm hoping for. I do not want to be here for a long period of time. It wasn't until year number three that I looked into it. I don't know where it came from. I think I just happened to like read the benefits manual for whatever reason. And it said, you are not vested until year number six. So I was on the graded. You guys are following me now, right? Graded vesting schedule, six year, right? So after six years, I could leave and keep 100% of that match. Again, what does that mean? <clears throat> that means you have to be there for five years and 366 days to be safe, right? And I would even confirm with your benefits office on how many days or how many years you need to be there down to the day. What is a day that I'm 100% vested, right? So if I would have left year number three, I would have been 40% vested and I would have lost on, you know, lost down that 
right? It could have been a situation where I didn't have as much in my retirement portfolio once I left and I went to the private equity firm after I left Vanguard, right? So knowing that is extremely critical. I could have lost out thousands of dollars to jump to another firm that potentially could have been not all too great because, you know, when they're interviewing you and you're coming in, they're trying to woo you, right? Like that firm could not be that great. And I could have just lost out on that money, but I did not, right? So what do I want you guys to do? How do you take action? I want each of you guys, everyone who's listening, unless you know it already, as in you've looked at it over the last like year or so, I want you to figure out what your vesting schedule is. Is it one year? Is it a three-year cliff? Is it four-year graded? Is it six-year, right? Understand what that is so you know the date in which you could quit your job and keep 100% of your 401k, 403b, TSA match, right? That would be your homework. Figure out what that is. If you're like, Mark, I don't know where to go. You can look at your benefits package. It should, it probably better be in there, right? I, I would say it's probably mandatory that's in your uh, benefits package underneath 401k, you know, your retirement plan or call benefits. But don't call benefits just saying, hey, like, I want to figure out when I can quit my job. Go into it just being curious. Hey, like, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day. The Better Wallet podcast happens to be really good. And oh, by the way, he was saying that you know, I should probably look into what my best in the schedule is. I'm just curious what that is, how many years until I'm 100% vested. I'm just excited to own all the money that I earned from being here. Just curious, right? They will be more than happy to provide that information to you. If they cannot find that information, that person can't find the information, go to one of their peers. Someone needs to know that. In my opinion, if you were talking to a benefits person who should be knowing your benefits and they don't know your vesting schedule, that's basically the equivalent of them not knowing how much money you make on an annual basis. Like they have all that information. They can find your vesting schedule. So just dig deep with them. Um, so that's my action item for you. What I would also tell you, and it's somewhat of the title of the podcast, right? I had to make it a little bit more eye-opening a little bit, right? Like head turning, but your employer cares that you know your vesting schedule, like, so don't get me wrong there, but they won't remind you of it. Let me put it that way, right? They are not going to remind you about your best. I promise you, I can bet that no one listening to this podcast right now has ever heard from their benefits office saying, you know, your vesting schedule is actually about six years. So, you know, if you're looking to leave your job, you know, you want to probably stay, you know, five years and 366 days. Like, you're never going to hear that, right? Never, right? You probably will hear it in the beginning of when you start the firm, right? Because everything's great. Everyone likes each other, right? But over time, they're not going to remind you of your vesting schedule. Maybe the firm that manages your 401k, maybe you might get an email from them, possibly. But your actual benefits department, they're not going to remind you of that. And the reason why, maybe it's because they're evil, but just think about it. If everyone knew what that was, people might get upset. People might be like, what the hell? Like my student, I'm going to save his name, but he worked in IT. He had no clue what his vesting schedule was. 
And it was different when he tried to look at, you know, the website, try to look at what the benefits office was saying, his package, the welcome package, right? All that was different, right? Your employer is not going to remind you of that, but because you follow Better Wallet and then you also listen to the Better Wallet podcast, now you understand what the vesting schedule is. That way you can retire rich and wealthy on a beach somewhere with all the money you collected over time. And I should also add in that the impact of you not keeping that match could be big over time, right? So when I left Vanguard, I wouldn't say like about 40,000 of the money that I had when I left there was basically from Vanguard, right? So you put that into a future value calculator, $40,000 over a course of, I guess it would have been like, let's say 40 years until I had, you know, I retired. That's a lot of money. Like that compound interest over time, that could have paid for multiple years, more than multiple, probably like five to 10 years of my retirement, right? So that's why it's important that you know what it is and you make an educated decision when you're leaving your company, right? So again, your homework, your action item is to check with your benefits to figure out what your vesting schedule is and then base what you base what you have in your 401k off of that. Because what happens is when you leave the company, it might seem like you get to keep the full balance, maybe at Vanguard, Fidelity, wherever you have the 401k principal, TIA, right? It might seem like that, but what happens is if you leave the company and you go to another company, you will only see what you are entitled to. And that's the money that you put in. And number two, the money that is vested. And that could be zero. It could be 20, 40, 60, right? Hopefully it's a hundred percent. But if you're like, oh, like this, like you're looking at your money, you're like, oh, well, it seems like there's not that much money in here compared to what it was before. It wasn't because anyone robbed you. Hopefully it wasn't because anyone scammed you, right? It's because they said, okay, bet you're leaving early. We're going to keep this money. This is getting to the weeds a little bit, but what they do then is that they can either disperse it among all the employees when people leave and that money needs to be put somewhere. And they also have the ability to lower their fees and they also are able to just make improvements to you know, their 401k servicing, whatever they might use for that, right? So they can deploy it in a bunch of different ways when you leave. But the goal is for you to keep it. So with that, you know what homework you need to get done. Thank you for joining the Better Wild Podcast. If you got any value out of this, if coming into this episode and you're like, hey, I had no clue what a vesting schedule was. Mark broke it down for me. Please leave a rating and review. Like right now, like just take a second, go leave a rating and review. This is how we help other people who need to know this information. And every time you leave a rating and or review or both, that's bonus points, right? Rating and or review. It helps me to reach more and more people, right? Just think of it as me being able to like increase my reach as you get more people who are rating the podcast. So with that, I'm out. I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Bear Wild Podcast. You guys have a great one.
Thank you for tuning in to the Bear Wallet Podcast. If you learned something new during today's episode, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We would also love a rating and review as well. In closing, remember the goal is to live a better life through taking control of your money. We want our money to work hard for us so we can live the life that we've always imagined. I'll see you on the next episode.